We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Vayeshev Yaakov Eretz Meguri Aviv Eretz Kenan. Ele told us Yaakov Yosef. Meshvaser Shana Hayav Roet Echav Atzon Vehunayet Bnei Bilha Vebnei Zilpah. The story of Jacob and the last years of his life are tragic and and powerful. The longest narrative piece in the Torah is the story of Joseph and his brothers. The jealousies between Joseph and his brothers lead to the eventual enslavement of the Jewish people. The rabbis of the Midrash say for a couple of ounces of wool, for a little bit of a coat, our ancestors were enslaved. The Joseph narrative begins on page 226, if you'd like to open up and follow along. Vayeshev Yaakov, Jacob settled. Be'eretz Megure Aviv, in the land of his, of his father's travels. The place where his father had lived. Be'eretz Canaan, in the land of Canaan. This seemingly innocuous verse, this beginning of a story which has the quality of once upon a time. This story, which begins with just a location of Joseph and Jacob, is read by the rabbis in in the light of a criticism of Jacob. Vayeshev Yaakov and Jacob settled that the rabbis read this as a a desire for a kind of tranquility that one shouldn't ask for in this lifetime. The rabbis read this introductory presencing of Jacob in the land of Canaan not as a geographic description where he was on the map, what his coordinates were, but an existential yearning of Jacob's. And who can blame him? He's exhausted. There isn't a place where Jacob has gone where there hasn't been trouble, there hasn't been turmoil. He hasn't troubled the waters or the waters were troubled for him. He hasn't had an easy life by any stretch. And whether we ascribe blame to him or not, one can't blame someone for wanting some peace and quiet. Yeshev, Yaakov, and Jacob settles for the rabbis. They read this yearning for yeshiva to settle, not as that he finally arrived in the place where his father had lived, and now we know where to find him. He's in Great Neck. He's in Woodmere. He lives on the Upper West Side. But that he settled. And all of the resonance that we have for that in English, settling, the kind of quiescence and the kind of... 
not raging against the dying of the night, but kind of going quietly. The kind of compromised life, the bourgeois existence of someone who wants every creature comfort on every single level to be inoculated and to be incubated, to be wrapped in saran wrap of it's all going to be okay. It is a serene wrap, yeah. The kind of the kind of thing I heard sitting with a couple yesterday who were preparing for their wedding and said, you know, I don't want to be under the chuppah and just make you the promises that everybody makes. I want to make promises that have to do with us never giving up that desire to keep working and looking. I don't want us to settle in, she said. I don't want to just be settled. Now, everyone here, because we live in the world of Romamu, and anybody who's anybody in Romamu, to some degree, maybe it's not you, but most people are like, wait a second. I've read a couple of Thich Nhat Hanh books. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Hinduist. I've done yoga. The striving of the ego is the source of all of our struggles. The ego itself is itself a construction of the ever-present desire for some solidity in a world of, of non-solid pieces. Shouldn't we settle? Isn't settling what it's all about? Just being? Didn't the Buddha sit under the Bodhi tree and settle there? Vayeshev Buddha, Be'eretz Buddha land. This perennial, perpetual dialogue between being and doing, between longing and living. If I ask you, and if I ask myself, where have I settled in my life? Where has my propensity, my proclivity, my natural evolutionary impulse for stasis, for just resting, where is that in some way impeded my ability to see where my rest quotient, my desire for rest, has actually been used as a laziness excuse. And in the context of these verses, really what the rabbis take Jacob to task for is not just his existential longing for peace and quiet, but his lack of vision in seeing that he was living not only in the Migure Aviv, the word Migure means the place where my father lived, but he was also living out Migure from the word fear. He was living in his father's fears. Unbeknownst to him, there were things in his own karmic past that needed work. The favoritism that his own father had shown to his brother Esau was still alive and well in him. And in the coming verse, he expresses that unfinished business, that unsettled account with his own Joseph and the whole drama that unfolds, his settling becomes the unsettling of the family system and of the very desire he has for peace is undone by what he has not been willing to make peace with. By Yeshiv Yaakov Be'eretz Mugure Aviv Be'eretz Kana'an The Torah here locates Jacob not only in the places where his father had lived, but also in the land of Canaan. 
Anyone who's read the Torah knows that Isaac never left the land of Canaan. To tell us where his father lived is already to locate him in the land of Canaan. But the Torah here is also saying something profound. Isaac's fears and Isaac's longings, Isaac's unfinished business, his own places that he would not go to, became the unspoken limits in Jacob's life, the unspoken places that needed to be seen. And it would remain for Joseph, the hero of the story, to reclaim and finish his father's business. I wanted to call forward for this morning's Torah reading, the first Aliyah, the open up. As Hanukkah approaches and as the we stand today on the solstice, the longest day of the year, the day when, the longest night of the year when the sun will stand still, as it were, the soul standing, the, the sun stands still. It's a very powerful image of the fears of our fathers, the unfinished, or the places where we have settled in places that we have in some way turned our gaze from if anything Hanukkah <clears throat> is a holiday of retrieving those things which we have forgotten those things that have been hidden away looking deeply for them I'd like to call forward for the first Aliyah the open up for those in the community for whom that Aliyah that teaching resonates the desire to be unsettled for the sake of finishing, to be troubling the waters for the sake of peaceful and fullness. To please come forward for the first Aliyah. 